You're listening to Answers from the Akashic Records, a world of empowerment service from Angel Rose and Ahanu. You are all very, very welcome. I am Ahanu and with me is my lovely Angel Rose. And we have got a discussion arising recently that's all about time and it's primarily been spawned from our volume one of the Answers from the Akashic Records book, which is published now available on Amazon and, of course, where all good books are sold. It is available in Kindle format as well. So simply search for Answers from the Akashic Records or simply search for Angel Rose or Ahanu. Ahanu indeed. So we're going to start by just giving you what that first book, Volume 1 of Answers from the Akashic Records, said about time. And the question was, it feels that time is speeding up. Is this true or is it just a perception? And why is it happening? So let me read to you the answer that Angel Rose gave from the Akashic Records at that time. And then we proceed into discussing the implications for that because it's actually quite far reaching. It is. Yeah. Source is giving me an image of time thinning out. I'm seeing time becoming very thin. It's not really that it's speeding up. It's that it is dissolving. The reason is that we are moving into an energy field of timelessness and the implications of this are huge. We talk a lot about being in the present moment, but if you think about how we manifest right now, time has allowed us to have a delay in terms of our thoughts and how fast they manifest. That is gradually being thinned and it feels to our perception like time is speeding up. Prior to you asking that question, I thought that time was speeding up too, but Source is saying no, it's actually thinning. The veil of time is thinning. We've been told in other groups that time is a result of a mind construct. And what this implies then is that as consciousness wakes up and changes, time starts to dissolve. We become more in the present moment and less in the linear state of consciousness. The linear state of consciousness goes from past to present to future, thus dragging out time. The present moment consciousness is a more vertical orientation and cause and effect become more immediate. We're merging into timelessness, which allows us to have even more potential and possibilities and have things manifest for us much faster. Wasn't that an interesting question and an interesting answer? And Angel Rose goes on to say that it is the reason why we keep being told to watch our consciousness and our thinking and catch ourselves if we're judging. Here's another thing that I will interject just now, just because it's a good place to do it. Source has spoken to us quite a bit about actively and deliberately bringing in Paradise Earth. Let's just say that it is a timeline that exists already right now. There is a reality of Earth that has already moved into the timeless present in which there is already eternal life. It exists right now. Source calls this paradise Earth just so that we can have a phrase for our understanding. 
we need to co-create this with source right now. It's similar to when a train needs to switch to a different track. We switch over to Paradise Earth track. Ahanu and I have been visualizing this and we encourage you to do the same. So what a great springboard, Angel Rose, for our discussion about time today. Right, and I think time is such an interesting idea, especially when Source says that it's a mind construct. And that implies that time seems seems to have something to do with our consciousness and what we think about and what we perceive. For example, when it talks about us creating reality from past to present to future and that that drags time out, that's because the thoughts we think, we usually have them because they're based on our past perceptions of reality. Something somebody taught us when we were younger about the way reality is and the world is. And then we have our own experiences and we come to more conclusions. And then, of course, we're thinking all the time. And I wanted to bring in the aspect into this conversation about how thoughts create reality. Because you mentioned as you were reading that in time thinning, manifestation of thought occurs much faster. Yes. Which means there's a collapse happening. Or perhaps if you had a thought or desire that you might have thought of two years ago, it might have taken two years to manifest. And you wouldn't have made the connection. You wouldn't have said, oh, my desire is now manifesting. Because you would have forgotten about the fact that you even thought that two years ago. Mm -hmm. Okay, but what we're seeing now is more, more cause and effect happening at the same time. So manifestations are speeding up. Thoughts are becoming manifest much faster. But it must be said that those thoughts are also include negative thoughts. So they do. If, if people are thinking negatively or, in fact, one time we had a great discussion and it's in one of the books as well about the blockbuster movies where they present these cataclysmic events and these four horsemen of the apocalypse end times and all of that. And when we ingest that and visualize it, we actually co-create those outcomes. Well, especially if we have an emotional reaction to what's going on. Yes. And what we're finding, though, is that they are happening alongside all the positive aspirations that people have. They do. They do. And I think what I've come to realize lately is, is that every thought takes on a form on some mm. level. Some thoughts are very strong and powerful and they coalesce much quicker into a form. Other mm. thoughts are weaker and they might just dissipate, but they do temporarily take on a form at some level. And I think because of what we're hearing about time, that let's say the fact that time is disappearing in terms of the amount of time it takes for a thought to to manifest into something, okay, is happening so much faster. And I think people, when we talk about them becoming more in the present moment, to me that means that a person's starting to become aware of the cause and effect 
event of their thoughts yeah. immediately. Like they can see that reflection much faster yeah. and catch themselves saying, oh, gee, I just thought that and now it's manifest. Or mm-hmm. I just had that desire and next thing you know, someone's calling up and answering mm-hmm. my desire. Or we joke about it on Facebook with the ads, you know. But, but I find that I could even have a thought about wanting a particular product and I wouldn't even have searched for it online. But the next thing you know, you're seeing it. I'm seeing an ad for it on yes. Facebook. And I think, what is that, right? Where something knows yes. that you've thought about that and all of a sudden it's on there. And you can see it with other things too, like, oh, you know, when you're a woman and you become pregnant and all of a sudden you notice pregnant women everywhere where before you were pregnant, you never saw any. Well, I'm not sure that happens to men, but no. certainly when they're driving a particular truck or something, they see lots of them around the place. Do they I really? I understand what you're saying. The comparison, yes. It's because it's become it's come into your awareness. But here's something that has puzzled me a lot. And I can understand how, because I see it and perceive it, and it's happening all the time, how this this time perception is speeding up and how the manifestation of our thoughts is speeding up. But what I'm puzzled about is where does that begin? In other words, can a, a six-month-old baby be manifesting thoughts like an adult does just the same way? Do you know what I'm asking? Well, well I don't know if they form thoughts the way somebody... As you get older, when you're deliberately forming thoughts, and I, I don't think it, you have to wait until you don't have to wait until you're an adult for that. Mm. But I'm not sure that a baby actually puts thoughts together quite like that. Okay, so I. But there's no doubt they do have thoughts. But do you mean that they might be more of a survival now, nature, and that you know, I'm hungry, I need food, I must cry to get food? I don't even you? know if they think that I have to cry to get food. Do you, do you know That's what, what I mean? That's what I mean. That the thoughts are not. They're they're. What are they? They're they're at such a, a base level of survival mm-hmm. that they're not of the well, manifesting type. Is that no? I, I'm sure that they have a consciousness that does manifest after its own likeness, because like does attract like. I just think that the forms that they get that get created from a baby might not be the same quality or maybe not have the same intense form as somebody who is starting to become more aware and is more conscious of thinking, putting thoughts together, you know, deliberately. I I think that that's the difference. I understand that difference. My question and my concern was actually going back further in time, excuse the pun. In other words, to before even incarnating into these bodies, would the thoughts from past lives be still manifesting for us right now? Do well, know, that's a it- good question. Possibly because mm. I think you do carry imprints from lifetime to lifetime. I mean, you know, when you're in a spirit world, you're definitely conscious. You're definitely still aware. I believe you do make a plan before you come in. So there is organization happening but when you take on a body, you do take on the imprints of things that are unhealed from other lives. So those continue. Mm-hmm. And, and we've had this conversation before, even genetically, culturally, 
I mean, what what is genetics really? Yes. What is DNA? I mean, yes. they're a collection of history. Yes. Okay, that gets passed down from generation to generation, and so it's in the cells of the body that will manifest after its likeness. Okay, so it does something does carry through, but I I kind of wanted to pop up to the present moment with everything that's going on in the world and what kind of thoughts are being generated right now and what kind of futures are going to create because of what's being generated. Yes, yes. I mean, you have right now, as we speak, we had all these women marching all over the world. What I'm understanding is to give a message to Donald Trump that women are insisting on their rights and no one's going to take those rights away. Yes. But... You know, the truth is, is Donald Trump hasn't done anything yet to take anybody's rights away. So I find that... there is that insinuation. There is that veiled threat, as it were, plus the the derogatory way that he has publicly treated women in the past is is motivating women to say, we're not going to put up with that. Uh, So in some ways, I think that's a, a positive thing. But in other ways, though, I think it does engender some kind of a manifestation into the future. Now, that could manifest as fabulous rights and liberation and freedoms for women or respect for women that's not there now. But equally, it might engender some other kind of an outcome, an outcome of protest or or retaliation. Or expecting somebody to threaten women's rights. Yes. I mean, what's yeah. what's behind that is a fear yes. that someone is going to threaten the rights of yeah. women. Yeah. So it's predisposing that underneath the surface. But speaking of time, Angel Rose, it is interesting to see how this is really speeding up. Because, you know, seeing that we were speaking about Donald Trump, I think it might be fair to say, I don't know for sure, but I think it might be fair to say that three or four or five years ago, he probably wasn't thinking that he would ever run for president of the United States. I mean, this seemed to only emerge 18 months ago or there, thereabouts, maybe two years ago at the most. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? And and now in that short, relatively short period of time, the man has become president of the United States. So in the same way, though, I'm seeing things around the world like that that seem to be speeding up too. That's something that might have taken 50, 60, a lifetime, you know, 70 years maybe or 80 or 100 years. Now seems to be happening in a shorter, collapsed sense of time. Countries are emerging and dissolving and political boundaries are changing and new laws are being enacted and developments are taking place. I mean, even if you just look at the speed of technology... And I'm very aware of this from my own background because I can remember the first computer when it came out. And I remember thinking, wow, that's fantastic. And I, I remember buying the very first Commodore 64 computer. You know, that's not that long ago in terms of time, mm-hmm. in the bigger span of time. Mm-hmm. It's really just not even a blink of an eye. But yet... Look what has happened with the development of technology in that short space of time. It's astonishing, actually. And funnily enough, too, another thing comes to mind when we speak about time is people of an older generation, what they've witnessed in the last, let's just put a figure on it, say 70 years. 
80, 70, 80 years, somebody of somebody who might be, say, 80 or 85 or 90 years of age, they've seen what, you know, two, three world wars, perhaps they've seen changes of currency, they've seen political boundaries change, they've seen incredible technological changes, they've seen man walk on the moon, they've seen all sorts of what, what when they were young, might have seemed to be total impossibilities. Mm-hmm. Somebody speaking into a little device that they're holding that's wireless and they're speaking to somebody across the world, crisp, clear, like as if they were standing beside them. Uh, the speed of computerization. All of that is a perfect example of time speeding up or the veil of time thinning, this collapse of time that we're talking about. But it also, to me, it also then allows us to be respectful of what we're thinking because of that very reason that it will manifest much faster now. And we're seeing that in practice too with our children. Well, that's true. And and that's why I think when we talk about this is the time for forgiveness as well, okay, that if we can imagine the possibilities of how powerful our thoughts and intentions are, especially now. Yeah. Yeah. And it would be wise to be mindful about how we use them and to be very conscious about how we use them. Now that's a beautiful thought, Angelos. Let's hold it and we'll come back to that right after this break. We're going to take a quick little studio break. Stay with us. We're speaking about time and we're also going to go into being consciously aware of it in the world of business. Mm. And we'll talk about authenticity and time. So stay with us. We'll be right back after this. Years of research, thousands of profound statements, hundreds of sessions, miles of transcripts, months of listening, a vast archive of personal power and spiritual awareness awaits you. Join worldofempowerment.com today, a website of practical spirituality for your fast-changing world. worldofempowerment.com Answers from the Akashic Records, a world of empowerment service from Angel Rose and Ahanu. All right, we're back. We're having this wonderful conversation about time. And we've read Source's definition of time and what Source's opinion about time thinning out and about our manifestations happening faster. And you wanted to talk about manifesting in business on and what were you yes, going to say about I that? I did because we've seen and we've outlined several examples of how we're all perceiving time to be speeding up and also in last week's discussion we spoke about sickness and this vision of a beautiful future Remember, I, I was having a fee. I had a fever. Right, that's true. You were sick, and you had a vision. Yes, I had this vision of an extraordinary future, mm-hmm. and it part of it revolved around the world of business. How people were seeing that the future of business wasn't just about I want your money, and in exchange, I'm going to give you some cheap thing that I've manufactured, you know. In other words, it wasn't a kind of a short-term view of business. It was a, a more grander view that more or less said, how can I love you more? How can I give something to you that would make your life easier, that would make your life better? Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And in return for that, yes, I don't expect a return, but in return, if you wanted to give me some money or a chicken or a goat or something 
you know, that's perfectly fine. We talked about that and that's not necessarily the, the whole outcome. But in general, in other words, it was not expecting something in return for loving you or loving all people. And that was what I feel is the beginnings of the time speeding up, that you get the result of love coming back much faster. Yes. Has that been your experience lately? Uh Yeah. Yeah, I do. Mm -hmm. I do. I sense that there's a change in the way. I mean, we do see it and hear about it in with the new companies, Silicon Valley kind of uh, uh, attitude, really, where employers are sharing the successes of a business much more with their employees. In fact, there doesn't seem to be that old two-tiered layer of us and them, the employer and the employee. You know, it seemed that the model for all the people in the business, owning the business equally and sharing in its success and all of that. And then the next development of that, where the customer is equally as involved in the development of products as somebody an owner or somebody with a vision or somebody with money. So there seems to be that change that's happening. And I think that's a wonderful thing. And I think it's, it's mixed in with time Mm. because all of that is happening much faster. Right. Like the time, the time taken now from an idea to production has never been as short as it Mm -hmm. is. Mm-hmm. In the past, it took years to bring something, all the research and development. Now you give something a couple of weeks and you have something on the shelves. Right. You know? It's yeah. incredibly fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The movement from idea to physical reality really is getting very short. And do you think that's because our brains are changing? Do you think well, uh, I do, do you believe- think we're getting more evolved thoughts and more evolved inspirations and the time that it takes to actually make them manifest is happening a lot I faster. Do. Yes, I do. And the other thing that I'm, I, I must say, I'm glad that I realized, and I know it was from you, Angel Rose, in a question and answer session we did in an Akashic Records open forum session one time where somebody was asking about the body, the human evolving. And we know that the whole Darwinian idea of evolution is a, is a farce. I mean, part, parts of it, yes, parts, some animals, birds and things, there is an element of evolution. But in terms of the human form and the human potential and all of that, there's a whole other story behind that. It's, this is not the place for it. But the point about it all is that the body carries the memory. So in our cells is all this intelligence. And the same intelligence is in the leaf of a tree in the blade of grass. How else do they know? How else does a flower know to open to the sunshine? How else does it know to hibernate in the wintertime? You know, so there's this intelligence that's there that we don't give our bodies credit for. Mm-hmm. Now, in order for that body and that brain to take on the potential of new ideas and new new possibilities and new evolution, it must change. It must physically be able to have the capacity. And this is why sometimes you may have heard us in the past speaking about brain highways. The highways must be there in the brain and in the body in order for the new thoughts to be able to be received. To be received, exactly. So in that way, I think when we talk about 
people protesting on the streets and so on. I think on a subtle level, at the level of thought, at the level of consciousness, there's something wonderful happening. I think it's just a big party, huh? It's a big party. <laughs> it's a big party. Because one of the things I've noticed about it so far is there, there doesn't seem to be any violence happening with these women protesting, which is highly unusual. Yeah, yeah. There Usually were some a, windows broken within the Trump inauguration Yeah, but that wasn't day. from women, though. It wasn't from women, but no. also it was small by comparison. I mean, lots of protests, but little enough right. violence, really. Right. Yes. But the truth is, is that thought is being transferred globally much faster. That's the other thing. Like I say, I'd like to come full circle with this because the, the message I want to get across to people is that this is the time for your greatest manifestations. In other words, this is the time because of because of what's happening with the time construct, because we're going more vertical, we're receiving more more activations, okay, of our cellular structure, the frequencies rising. This is the time to be very conscious mm-hmm. of your thoughts mm-hmm. and be very deliberate with your mm-hmm. intentions because this is your manifesting moment of power. Yes. Okay. And it will manifest after the likeness of the quality of yourself. Yes. Okay. And, I, and the other thing I, I want people just to realize is about judgments and negative thinking is that whenever the effect of that, the effect of judging and negative thinking is illness. And people need to understand that that's the effect of it. You will not feel well Mm. if you judge other people. You'll not feel well if you're in that place of accusation and blame. The result of that for yourself Mm. will be a karmic slap in the face in the sense of negativity breeds negativity back to yourself and you'll feel it much faster now. Yes, yes, yes. And start to make those connections. But also... The more miraculous-minded you can be, the more miracle-minded, the more unlimited you can be in terms of the quality of what you put out there, mm-hmm. the the most wonderful imaginations. You know, like you mentioned Paradise Earth earlier. It's a reality that is in existence right now, where this reality, there's no fear. Everybody's accepted, welcomed, loved it works. The system works. People give out of the joy of giving, not because they want something back. The more you can be in those high-minded mm-hmm. frame of reference, you'll see the effect of that happen faster as well. Yes, yes. So my message really is be more mindful. Start to watch how fast things materialize. Yes. You can just have a thought. It could be something so small, seriously. It could be... You know, wanting a particular book, for example, you, you read about a book and you say, oh, gee, I'd like a copy of that. But you don't go do anything about it. And next thing you know, somebody down the road has the book and they're handing it to you. Things like that. You know, mm-hmm. more and more synchronicities. Yes. Start yeah. to pay attention because they're happening daily. I know are, for yeah. me, they happen daily. Yeah. In fact, in my own book, The Reincarnation of Columbus, I talk a lot about the synchronicities and the synchronicities of the 1111s. And God, I, you know, I'd say to anybody, <laughs> of course, get that book if you want to know about synchronicity because it, it's an astonishing thing. When you start to write them down and mm-hmm. see how many of them are in your life, it's mm-hmm. incredible. Now, Angel Rose, 
I, I never like to end a program on a negative note and I'm not going to do it this time, but I do just want to raise people's awareness to the fact that of late, we've been getting a lot of calls from people who are talking about suicide and I'm only bringing it in in the context of what you just mentioned a short while ago when you're saying that time is speeding up, you know, relatively speaking, for want of a better way of describing thinning, it. Uh-huh. Thinning, yes, thinning. And our minds are expanding to these new potentials and possibilities. So what a lot of people are coming to us with is these this confusion in a way. They're, they're unsure about what's happening to them. They're saying that they're, some people are talking about hearing voices or having ideas that seem out of this world or possibilities that they can't understand because of their, perhaps their religious upbringing. But things that are happening to people that are confusing them and that's leading to them, to some people threatening to take their own lives. And what I would point people towards is this is actually an interesting development really in the evolution. And I'm putting that in inverted commas of the human potential. So stay with it and ride it through because it's quite an amazing development that's taking place. If you can see it that way. Now, I know that's not great advice for somebody who might be in financial hardship, perhaps, or maybe in pain or suffering in some way. It is very hard to see the, the bigger picture in those times. But do know that there is a bigger picture unfolding. And, and, it, is, is. Is a, and it is a beautiful thing. Consciousness is an amazing thing. It really is. And I think the subject of suicide is something that we'll deal with in another yeah, absolutely. This session is because it really deserves a lot more than what we're going to say now. It does. In terms of the causes and the effects yeah. and all of that. I just wanted to raise it only because of when we spoke about these brain highways, that there are things opening up in the brain and in the body that can lead to confusion. And this is one of the symptoms. And this is one of the things that people Well, feel. if they're detoxifying, especially. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's part of the process of what's happening is a huge detoxification of all sorts of things in each person. But I want to leave this just with people to say, this is your time to think big, even if somebody is depressed. And I know when I've been depressed at times, it's very difficult when you hear somebody say, oh, just snap out of it. Okay, but when you are depressed and you feel so low, I do have to do something to put me in a different frequency range. And that will move me out of that whole feeling. But I think the truth is, is the messages I usually get is, look, you create a reality, okay? This is the time the energies are extremely potent. Which way are you going to go? Which side are you going to fall on? Are you going to join the club of all the negative horrible things that are going on out there that people are saying specifically about our new president, which whether you believe he's going to do a horrible job or not, you'll you'll create that if that's going to constantly be your projection. If the majority of consciousness believes that Donald Trump is going to harm our nation, then that's what he'll manifest because that's what we expect of him. Okay. On the other side of it, though, you don't have to choose that. You can choose that. Perhaps he'll be a great man. Perhaps he'll do some things 
that are really wonderful. Even the act of projecting negativity towards him is going to come back on each one of us. Because like I say, we're in a cause and effect universe. And what we're seeing, though, is the cause and effect are happening instantaneously. Mm. And whatever you give out, you're going to you're going to experience. It's just the way it is. So instead, how about use this time to use your imagination to manifest the things in your own life that you've always desired? Go big. Let your imagination flow. Tell the universe, this is what I really want. And I want it just like this. Bing, bing, bing. And see what happens. Okay, so time is an interesting thing because as time thins more and more, we don't have the luxury of thoughts dissipating over over a linear progression because that's not what's happening now. Everything's becoming more instantaneous and vertical. In the past, you could have a horrible negative thought and time would pass before it ever manifested. And maybe by the time it manifested, it wasn't as severe as when you first thought. But things aren't like that now. And if people just start being watchful, they're going to see that. So I would just leave people with the thoughts. Pay attention to yourself. Don't be joining the bandwagon of taking sides in this world and falling into judgment and accusation and blame before anything is even manifest. And why would you want to be a participant in creating that kind of a reality? Instead, focus on the things you want for your own life and play with manifesting and see what you can do because this is the time that's very, very potent. Now, speaking of manifesting, Angel Rose, we'll finish with this. It was a desire of Angel Rose and I to publish these answers from the Akashic Records. And just before Christmas, it was an idea. And already we have published, I think we're on number eight now. We'll have that published tomorrow out of 100. So this is manifesting at its best as an example. So do get hold of those. They're only $7.99 on Amazon and only $2.99 actually on Kindle. And you'll get them by simply... What did they search for? Answers from the Akashic Records. And you can search for Angel Rose or Ahanu. Sounds great, Ahanu. And right. to be continued next week. So we look forward to speaking to you then. Thank you for being with us. Blessings from myself, Ahanu, and from Angel Rose. Onward. You've been listening to Answers from the Akashic Records, a world of empowerment service from Angel Rose and Ahanu. To get the profound statements from the Akashic Records in your mailbox each week, log on to worldofempowerment.com.